What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 573 of AskPad. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. Okay, here's today's question from Serena. Hey, Pat. I'm Serena from thriftdiving.com. Okay, so my problem is this. I don't know who my target customers are and how I should be creating content for them. So I've been getting up at 4 a.m. daily, working on my one thing which has been business planning. And I've got some semblance of a business plan done. And now I'm working on my marketing plan, editorial calendar. So the problem is that I've got several categories of content, everything from showing off things that I find at the thrift store to furniture makeovers to power tools, home improvement projects. And I love doing all of these creative things. But as a result, I have several segments of customers and I don't know who my one target customer really is. So my question is this, When you've got a site that offers several categories of content, which may have different segments of customers, is it okay to even have several target customers, number one? And is it okay to just rotate your content among the categories to satisfy several target customers? So that's what I'd love to know. Thanks, Pat. I love your show. You're awesome. And I look forward to hearing from you. Hey, Serena, thank you so much for the question. You know, if you're just starting out, a lot of times it's 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 massively important to find out who your target customer is. I think that that's massively important. And if it ranges, and I, I know this because on Smart Passive Income, for example, it absolutely ranges from all different levels to all different niches and you know all different kinds of monetization options and ways that people like to share their content, blogging, podcasting, video, you know, it reaches across all of those. And over time I've learned that it's okay. It's okay to have different kinds of content for different types of audiences, but I will say that if you're just starting out, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to stand out and grow because imagine you find a brand new site that has content that you love and you subscribe to it because you want more, but then all of a sudden you start to see these other articles that are from that are not for you, and you're going to realize quickly that this isn't a site for you, and what you want to do is in the beginning especially – don't worry, you can always expand out and expand your reach. And the nice thing is over time, you'll be able to know what those categories are. But I would absolutely pick one or two and just focus on those right from the beginning so that, and hopefully they kind of cross-pollinate or, or relate to each other in some way so they're not completely different. Um, that way, people who who love you for one particular thing could also get some value out of the other thing. But just pick one or two and focus on that. It's gonna help you in so many different ways. And here's why, because... Your content's going to be much more in alignment with who your target customers are. Um, and yes, it will mean you'll have to sacrifice a few in the beginning. And that's totally okay. That's what you want to do. It's how you better stand out from the competition. It's how you, quote, niche down and become more of an expert in a field, even though that field might be smaller than you ultimately want it to be. It'll help you get to authority levels much, much quicker. And when you do that, seriously, the riches are in the niches, as they say. Then you could branch out from there, and you're going to find your voice. You're going to be able to have better content for those other categories or categories. I don't know why I said it like that. You're going to have better content for those other categories that you that you expand out to because you'll have some practice focusing on that one or two. There's an article out there called A Thousand True Fans, and I would highly recommend you you read that, Serena. Just look it up on Google. It's by a guy named Kevin Kelly who is senior editor over at um, – or he's just a big guy over at Wired Magazine, and he's been blogging for years 
super, super smart guy. This article, A Thousand True Fans, will help put into perspective why it's really important to narrow down your niche. Again, like I said, the, the riches are indeed in the niches. So all this work that you're putting into business planning and marketing, great. It's not put to waste for sure. But put a lot of those categories for si- aside for one or two that you really want to focus on. How do you know which ones need the most focus? Well, which ones have the biggest problems? Which ones can you provide the most solutions for? Which ones excite you the most? You want to absolutely find out what the best one is in terms of a combination of all those three kind of aspects and focus on that. And that's cool because then you're going to have a much more narrow focus. You're going to be able to really drive in and help out those people. And you'll be able to start collecting email lists and begin to segment them in a much easier way. When you're starting out, it's hard to segment your email and it's not necessarily something that you can do in the beginning if you're bootstrapping and don't have access to software that can do that. A lot of email service providers can do that. ConvertKit is the one I would recommend. And it is possible, but it's going to be a lot more confusing if you have a lot of different categories. What you ultimately want are different buckets in your audience and a different email list for each of those different buckets so you can serve them information that's better geared toward them so you can drive traffic back to articles that are written just for them and so you can sell them products that are just for them too. So, Serena, I hope that answers your question or at least gives you some thoughts. I know it might not be what you want to hear, but it's what you have to hear because you really need to narrow down. You need to focus on one of those one one or two of those categories and become that that expert, that trusted resource for that particular group of people. Um, and again, that's not to say everything that you had planned to do is going to be going to waste. It's just you're more strategic about the approach. So, Serena, thank you so much for the question. I appreciate it, and I wish you all the best. I'm going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. My executive assistant, Jessica, will email you in the next couple of weeks to collect your information, and we'll send you that free of charge. And anybody else out there listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And here's a quote to finish off the day, and this quote is from Pablo Picasso. And he said, action is the foundational key to all successes. And Serena, for you, I think this is an especially important quote because you, you, it seems like you're doing a lot of planning, and planning is great. Business planning, fine. But a business plan is just a guess. It's just an estimate. And what you really want to do is take action, and that's what's going to help you find your voice. It's what's going to help you better hone in your message to your particular categories that you choose to focus on at first, and it's what's going to get you those results. So Pablo Picasso, thank you. <laughs> action is the foundational key to all success. Completely agree. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.